Life Audio. You are listening to Hope for Women with Father Wounds, Episode 18. God the Father affirms us. I am your host, Kia Stevens. This podcast is for women who have experienced pain in their father-daughter relationship as a result of divorce, abandonment, abuse, incarceration, addiction, or a physically present but emotionally absent father. The aim of this podcast is to help you exchange your father wounds for the love of God the Father. If you are benefiting from this podcast and you think it might help another woman, I encourage you to share it with a friend, rate, comment, and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Today, I'm going to be talking about the affirmation of God the Father. So let's dive in. What do you think of when you hear the word affirmation, praise, validation, support? The definition of affirmation is emotional support and encouragement. This is a non-negotiable need in the life of a daughter. She benefits from hearing affirming words from her mother, but it does something different for her development when she hears it from her father. Women and girls are wired to flourish from the positive affirmation of our fathers. His words shape, but we are also wired to shrink from their criticism. Something in us desperately craves their affirming words. And just one of those affirming words has the power to shape or alter the way that we view ourselves. It happened to me one summer in Texas. I'm originally from Texas, and if you have ever spent any time there in the summer, you know that the heat is dry and all-consuming. It sticks to you like a fuzzy blanket. It literally feels like you are encased in a hot sauna. This is why when I visit, I frequently have my hair in its natural state, thick, kinky, and pulled into an afro puff in the center of my head. It was this way on one of my visits to see my dad. I can't tell you much about our visit, but I will never forget his comments about my hair. When are you going to get your hair done? Were his words as he looked at my thick, kinky afro puff. I was thinking my hair is already done. It didn't look bad from my vantage point, and it was all I could do to pull my thick, tightly coiled locks into some type of ponytail. Immediately, that question lodged deep down in my heart and mind. He asked a question, but what I heard was, I don't approve of your hair, which also sounded like, how your hair looks is more important than who you are. Now, I'm certain that is not how my dad meant for me to receive it, but I am a deep thinker to a fault, so I overanalyzed that statement. Not to mention the fact that my dad was not in my life growing up. I did not have many statements from him about me to hold on to. This example is small, and it did not negatively impact me. I still bring my Afro puff to Texas, but I do think twice about it in the presence of my father. But statements like these made by unaware fathers to impressionable daughters happen with even greater consequences. Sometimes these statements are made about our weight, our features, our intellect, 
our beauty, our femininity, our value in their eyes. When we either hear negative comments or no affirming comments at all, it lodges deep within our heart and mind. And unintentionally, these words have the power to shape us. So what is an affirmation-starved girl and woman supposed to do? Is she destined to go without it, subconsciously and consciously trying to get it from her relationships with the opposite sex? Many, if not most, fall into this trap, but it is a slippery slope that leads to despair and disappointment. No male or human being, for that matter, can affirm us enough to replace the affirmation void a father is supposed to feel. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. This affirmation wound must be filled by God. And one of my favorite go-to scriptures when I find myself needing a little affirmation is Psalms 139. There are so many comforting and affirming truths in this passage of scripture. For every woman that has ever felt unseen or invisible or unaffirmed by their biological father, God says through this Psalm of David, I affirm you. He begins, O Lord, you have searched me and you know me. What a comforting thought. Because often we live with the question, if people knew me, all of me with my flaws, hangups, my struggles, my junk, failures, and non-Instagram worthy stuff, would they still like me? Want to be around me? Sometimes there is a pressure to pretend as best as we can, that we have it all together. So we pretty things up for public view. But here, David is saying, Lord, you see beyond all outward facades and you see who we really are at our core. You are not repelled by who we are. You are not annoyed, impatient, or bothered. You come close. Despite what you see about us, ladies, God is genuinely interested in who we are, even when our present state is a mess. Correction, a hot mess. God does not pick up his bags and run away from us. In this cancel culture, we will never be canceled by God. This is so encouraging. David goes on to say, God perceives our thoughts. He discerns our going out and lying down. He is familiar 
with all our ways. You cannot be familiar with all the ways of anyone unless you are paying attention. Not in a stalking type of way, but in a way that says, I value you. Your well-being and whereabouts are important to me. I care about what happens to you. Is this not what every single person wants to hear, know, and believe? In our knower, we want security in being concerned about 24 hours a day. This is found in God. David says, before a word is on my tongue, you know it completely, O Lord. You hem me in behind and before. God is before us, in front of us. He surrounds us. He goes on to say, you have laid your hand upon me. David then describes how he cannot escape from God's presence and how he will be there. Whether David is in the heavens, the depths, the wings of the dawn, the far side of the sea, or in darkness. And then he says a verse that I would like to camp out on for just a moment. Verse 13 of Psalms 139. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. This verse is saying to every father-wounded woman, you are no accident. Nothing about you is a mistake. I envisioned you. I formed everything about you in your mother's womb. Your intellect, your personality, your Enneagram score, your strengths and weaknesses, your hair, your skin color, your body type, your fill in the blank. God wanted you here. He says, what he created is wonderful, splendid, set apart, distinctly different, unique, and altogether good. God made an intentional decision to form you, and he says you are wonderful every day of your life. Through the pages of scripture, God affirms us always. The struggle is believing it in the silence of what we long to hear our Father say or the noise of what they and so many others may have projected onto us. If what people, no matter who they are, are saying to us does not line up with what God says about us in his word, it is a lie. I'm not talking about things we need to improve, like fleshly behaviors and sinful actions. I'm talking about self-deprecating statements meant to put you down and keep you down instead of making you better. Statements like, you are a failure, you are a mistake, you are not wanted, you are not loved, you are not worthy, you are not fill in the blank. Sis, please hear me. That is not God. The Bible reminds us in John 10, 10, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. For those of us who are followers of Jesus Christ, the enemy of our souls, the devil wants to still kill and destroy everything pertaining to us. This includes, but is not limited to our families, our destinies, our perceptions of who we are in Christ, our hope, our value, our worth, everything. So whenever you find yourself spiraling down into discouragement. And let me just say, I am telling you this 
because I have spiraled down a lot. When the lies in your head speak louder and more convincing than the truth, when you find it difficult to believe that you are wonderful and splendid, I encourage you to spend at least 30 minutes every day, maybe multiple times a day, meditating on these two verses in Psalms 139, 13 and 14. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. Sis, you are God's work. You were not made with flawed human hands. You were made by God, perfection himself, and he says you are wonderful. This affirmation cannot be erased. It will not fade. It will never change. You've been listening to the Hope for Women with Father Wounds podcast, episode 18. God the Father affirms us. I hope this episode has been an encouragement to you. And I want you to know whether your dad is deceased, absent, divorced, unavailable, incarcerated, or you don't know who he is, sis, there is hope for you. Hope to be healed. Hope to be secure. Hope to be free. Completely free. Hope to be satisfied with the love of God. Yes, there is hope for women with father wounds. If you are benefiting from this podcast and think it might help another woman, I encourage you to share it with a friend, rate, comment, and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Be sure and check out the links associated with this podcast so you can access several free resources for you. Also, I am excited to announce that I will be publishing my first book for women with father wounds on March 7th. 2023. So be sure and subscribe to my blog at www.kiastevens.com so you won't miss any updates. Thanks so much for listening to this episode and I hope you will join me for episode 19, God the Father is Good. Hope for Women with Father Wounds is a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed what you heard today, we'd love for you to head over to your favorite podcast app and leave us a review so that more listeners can find us. You can learn more about Kia Stevens and her ministry, The Father Swap, by visiting kiastevens.com and fatherswap.com. This episode was produced by me, Kelly Givens, and edited by Stephen Sanders. A special thanks to our executive producer, Stephen McGarvey. For more Faith Toolkit podcasts, just head over to lifeaudio.com. Are you concerned about tensions in the Middle East? Do you wonder where we're currently at in the biblical timeline? Are we really in the last days? Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. Carl Muller with the Inside the Epicenter podcast. Every week, my co-host, best-selling author Joel Rosenberg, and I answer those questions and more. You'll hear inside knowledge of our meetings with leaders at the highest levels of government in the U.S., Israel, and the Middle East equipping you to filter the news with biblically sound insights. Find Inside the Epicenter on your favorite podcast app or go to joshuafun.com to listen and subscribe.